0: Uh, the New York Times ran an opinion piece today from Ross Duthat, or Duthat, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name. Uh, I've talked about this guy before, and he's calling for whistleblowers to finally come clean with what they know. Uh, I think all of us can agree with that. Uh, but there are some other things that he says in his, that he writes in his uh, opinion piece that I uh, I don't agree with, and I, ha- I I scratch my head at it. I, I don't understand where. Uh, some of these people are coming from. Obviously, Duthet is a skeptic and uh, and he, he needs to see this information or he says he'll go back to if the whistleblowers don't come clean, he'll just fall back on his default position that there's nothing to this, that there is no such thing as a cover up and there's nothing there at all. Uh, it's complete, absolute laziness on the behalf of Dothat and the New York Times, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but I do agree that it is time for you, uh, the whistleblowers to show their cards. But I want to go through this article, uh, this, this opinion piece that uh, Dothat has uh, that was published in the New York Times on the, December 16th. And uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he gets into what's been going on recently with the with Congress trying to uh, pass the legislation, the UAP Disclosure Act, making it part of the National Defense Authorization Act for 2024. Uh, he talks about that and 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 the push that's been going on, and uh, and and then he comes to then he says, okay, we don't have that. We we didn't really, you know, we're we're not really uh, getting anything out of that. Uh, uh, but his hope is that uh, more whistleblowers uh, step forward. I'm going to pick it up here halfway through the article here. It says, my personal hope is someone fascinated and frustrated by this business ever since the military first started acknowledging that its pilots have seen some weird things in the sky, he's talking about since 2017, is that we are nearing a point of real clarity, not necessarily about the UAPs about what UAPs are, but about whether some faction in the government really knows much more about the mystery than what's in the public record. Uh, And then he goes on to say, The probabilities of extraterrestrial life or non-human intelligence aside, the best reason to doubt such secret creeping is that it would require too much of a government that has let so many major secrets slip over the last 75 years. The deep state let the Soviets steal atomic secrets and the mainstream press published the Pentagon papers. It had its Cold War laundry aired by the church committee. It saw much of its war on terror architecture rapidly exposed. So it's hard to see how it could have kept a lid on programs that study actual extraterrestrial or interdimensional visitors, especially over generations and especially if we're supposed to believe that private contractors are part of the cover up as well. Now let me just stop there for a second. Now he's suggesting that there's there's been no leaks whatsoever over there. But that's what's that, that's how we know there have been leaks. This things things that uh the, this secret has been getting leaked. There's aspects of this that have been getting leaked for decades. For decades. This guy has done no homework on this. He, he has he's done no research on it. He's ignorant. He's ignorant of this whole cover-up. He's not done anything to to educate himself on this. Like, for instance, I've been reading uh, recently the UFO crash retrievals uh, by Leonard, the late uh, investigator Leonard Stringfield, uh, and there's a lot of cases in here. Uh, of crash retrievals. I mean, uh, that, and he talked to many different people who were working in the government or for the cover, government as private contractors. A lot of them were anonymous, but he, over over the from the 1970s all the way into the up until his death in 1994, Stringfield co- had you know m- talked with many people from who worked on these government programs, talked about the crash retrievals, and he amassed this uh, a, 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 a numerous crash. Uh, information about numerous different crashes over those years. This guy here, Ross Duthat, or the New York Times for that matter, it seems like they don't know about this. They never educated, because that's because they never educated themselves on this subject. There have been leaks. It's, It's been getting leaked. The problem is, is that uh, wherever they're storing these things, these bodies, the the, the craft, where where they're reverse engineering these things, uh, it, 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 you have to imagine that it's it's incredibly secure. There's no way that anything's gonna get somebody's gonna be able to bring something out from one of these places. Uh, but uh, th- these people don't consider this, and uh, on top of it, the New York Times for decades has basically turned its back on this whole story. They never really investigated it like they should have. Uh, wh- why? Why? I mean, we are relying on whistleblowers right now. I that uh, seems to be our only hope to finally get the truth from the government about what it knows, uh, about what it has, what it's recovered, what it's been doing about how many different kinds of extraterrestrials they think are here. I mean, they have information that they're not sharing. I mean, everybody in the UFO community knows, anybody, and you know, people who study this know that the government is hiding this stuff. It's clear based on the research that's been done over many decades. But this guy obviously doesn't know about any of this stuff. I don't think anyone at the New York Times does. I mean, pick up this book here and start here, or or some of the books by Richard Dolan, like UFOs and the National Security State, volumes one and two. Do some research and figure it out. You will see that that the, 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 there's been leaks. People have been leaking things. That's where we. That's why we know this. I mean, starting. I mean, you look at Roswell. The numerous people that have talked uh, have leaked have talked about uh, what really happened there, where the government had nobody. They really had nobody. They all the records from Roswell uh from that roswell army air base uh from 1946 all the way to 1949 just disappeared that was the 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 during that period of time is when the uh they recovered the craft all those records all the communications that were went in and out of roswell at that time gone nobody knows what happened to them they must have been destroyed and they have, the Air Force never had any witnesses. But yet, on the other side of the coin, there's been hundreds of witnesses, including people who worked in the military at, that were telling everyone, the world, about what they saw, what they experienced, and what they were told. They were told to shut up and not talk about it. Uh, the late Senator Barry Goldwater, uh, uh, another uh, person, uh, he was who ran, for, uh, uh, who, who ran for president at one time. He, he, he basically, his friend, General Curtis LeMay, at one point, he went to him and he wanted, uh, uh Goldwater wanted to see this, uh, special room, uh, uh, where they were storing this, these, uh, some of these secrets at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. And he was told, hey, uh, Curtis LeMay was, he said it with, uh, Goldwater said that was the only time in his life where Curtis LeMay got really angry and told him never to talk to him about it ever again. So it, it, there's, there's been leaks over the years on this. I mean, people have been talking about this. People have come close to it, but how 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 could anyone get any of the actual proof out of one of the facilities where these things are being kept without getting shot? Anyway, let's continue here. It says, the counter argument is that there are still things we know that we don't know in the deep state vault about, say, the Saudi connections to S- September 11th, 2001. So there might also be things we don't know that we don't know Especially if you imagine a hypothetical UAP program that's extremely small, walled off from the rest of the national security state, united by a belief that it's protecting Americans from the cosmic shock of uncontrolled disclosure, and so deeply classified in its function- that its functionaries might fear being murdered if they leak. Oh, okay, so he makes it a small admission there. But that's what makes the current moment clarifying. We have in Grush, uh, he's talking about David Grush, the whistleblower, a credentialed whistleblower making public claims on a variety of platforms without being hustled away in a black helicopter. Uh, let me just stop there for a second. Yeah, somebody who's going, a whistleblower is going public. They'll they will try to smear him like they, they did. They actually did. Remember, they got their their, uh, their pit bull uh, to uh, write a, a hit piece on him, uh, Ken Klippenstein. Uh, so yeah, they'll do that kind of stuff, but they're not going to. What else could they do right now? It's about the best they can do. Uh, anyway, he says we have an important group of lawmakers expressing strong interest and frustration with obstruction. That's true. Yeah, I mean you have people on both sides of the aisle, both sides of the aisle saying they're very upset about this cover up. They're they're talking like it it is real because it is. Uh, and then he goes on, he says, we have a network of mainstream adjacent media outlets that are fascinated with the story and establishment organs like this one, at least open to the conversation. He actually admits, so he's saying an, an establishment organs like like the New York Times are at least open to the conversation. Yeah, the New York Times, you got to give them credit, they did publish that piece back in 2017 that got the ball started on this, but then they uh, decided not to publish the David Grush story by the same authors, Leslie Kane and Ralph Blumenthal, earlier this year. And instead, The Debrief ended up publishing it. So the New York Times has, you know, pushed itself away from this. In fact, why isn't the New York Times sending out its resources to try to uncover this? They could have done this a long time ago. We we could have had this all settled back in the fifties or sixties or seventies, right? Why? Why? What are they waiting for? It's like the New York Times, this great uh, newspaper with you know all these reporters, investigative reporters, all this, uh, all these sources at their resources at their disposal. And yet they're they're talking about, standing back and letting the, let's hear from the whistleblowers. We're not going to do anything until the whistleblowers tell us. And then maybe we'll believe it. That's basically what they're saying here. That's what Ross Duthat's saying here anyway. But he does call for them to come forward. And I do agree with that because that's all we have. But the New York Times should be doing more than just writing opinion pieces about this. They have the resources to do something a lot more. Anyway, he continues here. He says, There is no better time, in other words, for anyone who has documentary proof to figure out how to be a hero of disclosure and democracy. If you have the goods and you want the public to know more, and if you think the Schumer push for transparency has been fatally wounded, as many UFO believers seem to think, then this is the hour to bring your secrets forward. Now, of course, he's talking about the... The watered-down version of the UAP Disclosure Act that will be part of the NDAA, yeah, and and it it, it doesn't it's the it, the teeth were removed because the secret control group uh, had its puppets block that legislation block block it block the UAP uh, uh, UAP Disclosure Act from uh, including all the uh, uh, policies that it that it originally contained, and then he says this he goes if no such revelations occur. Uh, it will strengthen my strengthen my default belief that no multi generational government cover up has was ever plausible. Okay, let me just stop there. That's absolutely absurd coming from the New York Times. The, the New York Times actually published this opinion piece. Now it's a, it's a it's a ridiculous opinion. Think about it. It's like Aesop's fable, sour grapes. Oh. If no revelations come from these whistleblowers, well, uh, well, then it mustn't be true. I don't believe it. Then that means it's all phony. It's all fake, just like the, the 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 fox and the and the grapes. You know, oh, those grapes must be sour. I can't reach them, so I'm just not gonna. I'm just gonna. I don't need them now. So that's what he's saying. And then he continues here. He says, "Should shocking revelations come? Well, honestly, I would still worry about deceptions and misdirections." since the disclosure of a cover-up would make paranoia much more rational. But that's no reason not to share the truth if you think you have possession of it, trusting that the American people have a high tolerance for weirdness and that in the long run only truth will set us free. So he did have some good things to say about it, but at the same time, Ross, what are you doing, man? I mean... I mean, how can you? You're using the sour grapes uh, uh, fable. You're gonna—that's your default position. Okay, if I—if they're not going to come forward with this information, then I'm, i i do not believe it. Well, guess what, buddy? They've been coming forward with this information for for decades. Again, you, you need to educate yourself on this. There's been people blowing the whistle forever. David Grush is just another one of many. He's, uh, but he's the first one actually to actually testify in front of Congress about this cover up. That's the difference. But in, in years past, though, Congress really wasn't interested that much in that. They thought it was goofy and and, and, and crazy, and, and, and people who saw UFOs were nuts. That's how it used to be, so they wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Things are different now because of 2017, because of those leaked Pentagon videos. And just, I don't know if he's not been paying attention, but, there, but, but there's other people in addition to Grush. I mean, here's an article... Uh, from News Nation, former Navy Rear Admiral supports UFO whistleblower's uh, blower claims. This was published two days before Ross's uh, New York Times op-ed. It says here, a former Navy Rear Admiral and min- an administrator of the government's lead meteorological agency told News Nation he believes whistleblower David Grush's claims of a secret UFO retrieval program run by the Pentagon. These are historic times in the growing push for greater government transparency surrounding UAP, more commonly called UFOs. Legislation that adds unprecedented disclosure demands to the annual defense spending bill hangs in the balance. It says here News Nation continues to put a spotlight on whistleblower testimony and efforts by lawmakers to bring more transparency to the UFO issues. Uh, to UFO issue. One of these, one of those people, is retired U.S. Navy Rear Admiral Tim Gallaudet who led the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, under former President Trump. Gallaudet said he is convinced the story Grush is telling is true based on his experience in the military and government. He also told News Nation correspondent Ross Colthart that there were attempts to cover up UFO sightings by members of the military. A News Nation is not able to independently verify the evidence that Gallaudet said led him to this conclusion. And Gallaudet said the planet has been visited by entities he described as non-human. He said he absolutely believes non-human intelligent beings are real. And here's a direct quote from him. He says, We are being visited by non-human intelligence with technology we really don't understand and with intentions we don't understand either. So, because they have someone like this, and someone like Gallaudet, who was uh, from the, the top person at NOAA. Saying stuff like this. I mean, this is, and he's just one of many. This is just, a, there's a long line. You look at the history, there's a long line of people who have been making claims like this over the decades. But again, just because they don't have the solid end all evidence in their hand to show you, see, here's a piece of the Roswell ship because they don't have that doesn't mean it doesn't exist. You have, all, but you have all these people telling you for decades that they do have it. But yet, the New York Times and Washington Post and other major publications that have the resources all these years have done nothing absolutely nothing really when you really think about it under other than the 2017 new york times article to to get to the bottom of this i mean why don't they send out their own? Why don't they use their own resources and send out their own reporters to dig into this and, and finally get to the bottom of it? Because I can assure you, uh, they would they those people, those kind of publications, because of the resources they have, they, they, they would do, it'd be a lot easier for them than these independent researchers that have been uh, doing all the uh, heavy lifting all these decades. So uh, I, I'm appreciative of, of, of the fact that the that the that the uh, of of the bottom line of the article, I guess, of, of the op-ed asking, you know, it's time for the whistleblowers to show their cards. I, I think that's all we have right now, really. Uh, I mean, I, I want to see more whistleblowers step up. I, I if if any of them possibly potentially has any sort of documentation. So, or physical evidence to go along with anything that they're going to tell us. Or maybe they could tell us some locations of where some, some of these craft are being stored. or, or some, I'd like to hear uh, some revelations with regard to the giant craft that Ross Cotard has been talking about that was so big they had to build a building over. Where is that at? We, we need to know all these things. It's time to air all the laundry, the dirty laundry. It's time to bring it all out. I mean, it's real. I mean, we're we're like gaslighting ourselves in a way. You know, I could understand if somebody who hasn't studied this, I could understand where the, like Ross do that, right? Obviously, he hasn't done his homework completely on this. People like in these positions, they need to do more. You're not doing enough. I mean, you need to do more research. It's unfortunate. It, it, it's a very complex. This entire phenomenon is very complex. There's so many. There's so many different aspects to it. I mean, you have cattle mutilations, you have alien abductions, and you, then you have the government cover up, the reverse engineering, the crash retrieval program. I mean, there's just so many different parts to this, and then what are the beings doing here? What what are they up to? What, what why are they here? What's happening here? I mean, are, are they trying? Do they are they interested in us? Are they just studying us, or do they want to take over this planet? I mean, think about it. If if we were going to another planet and hang and and never leaving, okay, say we we, we, we a human race we're around uh, for another thousand years, we don't destroy ourselves, and we're here a thousand years from now, and by that point we're traveling in deep space exploring other worlds i mean are we going to find some planet where there's intelligent life that that maybe is at a uh, maybe at a stage like uh, where we were in the 18th century or something and we're going to just hang out there forever and just and and abduct them and, and study them i mean why would we want to do those kind of things these aliens are up to something they're doing something what are they doing does the government know anything about that There's a lot of different questions, no answers. Um, But the bottom line is this is, you know, these newspapers like the New York Times, the Washington Post, they could do be doing a lot more rather than just sitting on their duffs and waiting for other people to come forward. I mean, to say this comment that he makes here. Uh, if no such revelations occur, it will strengthen my default belief that no multi-generational government cover-up was ever plausible. That is absolutely absurd. I cannot believe I read those words in a New York Times opinion piece. I can't believe it. Actually, it's it's so it's it's so lazy. It's is beyond uh, uh, comment. I, I don't even know how to how it dis- how to really express how it really disgusts me. Uh, because it does, and it should disgust anyone who's interested in this, and who wants to see the end to this long standing cover-up, because it's getting very tiring. Anyway, uh, I'm just going to be a short one today. Uh, I want to say thank you all for joining me. Until next time.